is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And as you listen to God's servant, Reverend Tina Bolanta, we trust that God's word will work wonders in your life. Praise the Lord. We're going to be talking about the force of righteousness today. The force of righteousness. The word force just means power. The power of righteousness. The power of righteousness. What's, what power does righteousness have in your life as a child of God? The kingdom of God is peace, joy. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Sure, we all remember this song, Righteousness, Peace, Joy in the Holy Ghost. That's what the kingdom of God is all about. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. And once you are able to walk in an understanding of the righteousness of God where your life is concerned, you'll realize that it's easy to get your needs met because you can go to God with confidence, with confidence knowing that he's your father. And you have the right to walk before him. In this first service, we looked at the fact that you as a believer, you are given right standing with God by the blood of Jesus. Once you accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, the blood of Jesus is a sacrifice that has been um, shed on your behalf, that was made on your behalf. That blood grants you access to the family. And the moment you step into God's family, you are righteous as a child of God. You are righteous as a child of God. What does that word righteousness mean? It just means right standing with God. The ability to stand before God without being afraid. You are, as if somebody said, ah, to stand before God without being afraid, is it possible? It is very possible. Because you are part of God's family. You are a child of God. And God wants a relationship with you as his child. Hallelujah. And that's why Jesus went to the cross. If God did not want a relationship with us, he would not have sent his only son to die on our behalf. He didn't have to. It was a choice he made because he wanted a relationship with us. He made mankind for fellowship with him. So righteousness just means right standing with God, the ability to stand before God without any condemnation, any fear, any guilt of, or shame of sin. And then we looked at Romans chapter 10, verse 10, Hebrews eleven four, where it says, with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. We looked at the fact that blood is always needed for a sacrifice to be acceptable. Blood is always needed. That's why, you know, those people that go where they go, they'll always go with a sacrifice. Whether it's a chicken or a goat or human sacrifice, they'll always go with a sacrifice because blood is always needed for any sacrifice to be accepted. And once that sacrifice is made, it grants the person right standing before the so-called God, you know, that they're standing before. And that's why the Lamb of God had to give his own blood for us. The highest sacrifice was made on our behalf by the highest altar on the highest being. 
so that no other sacrifice, no other altar can be raised against us and it will stand. So even if somebody tells you that they'll take your, your name somewhere or they'll take you somewhere and do something, you might can tell them that they should go ahead. It will bounce back on them. Amen? It will bounce back on them because whenever they lift your name, whether it's a calabash that has your name or whatever it is that has your name, once they lift that thing up before their gods, their gods will throw it off their hands because fear will come or it will be like, is this the kind of person you are bringing? Please. And that's because the highest sacrifice was made on your behalf. You are untouchable as a child of God. You are untouchable as a child of God. There is nothing, no weapon that is fashioned against you that will succeed in the name of Jesus. That's because the blood was shed on your behalf. That blood grants you right standing. John 1.29, we looked at that. Romans 5.17, just going briefly through what we did in the first service. The fact is that once you are a child of God, you have right standing with your Father in heaven. We also looked at the fact that righteousness has the power, gives you the power to stand before God without sin consciousness. Righteousness has the power to enable you stand before God without sin consciousness. Once you know you are a child of God, you know you are righteous. You go before God without any feeling of guilt, without any sin consciousness. Why is that? Because the nature of God, the Bible says we have become partakers of the divine nature that is in the world through Christ. We become partakers of the divine nature. God's nature, what is God's nature? Like father, like son. What is God's nature? God is righteous. He is a righteous God. So the moment you accept Jesus, you become a part of his family. The nature of God comes on your inside. And it means that everywhere you go, even if you don't know it, the demons around you know that you are righteous. They know that you have right standing with your father. So it gives you the, the ability to stand before God without any sin consciousness. And Jesus who, became, who knew no sin became sin for you and I so that we could be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Sin consciousness is basically that feeling of I'm not good enough. I have messed up. I have been bad. That's basically what it is. I'm not good enough. I did this. I can never be good enough. But Jesus became sin that you would never have to feel like that again. I like the Passion Translation of Romans 8.1. King James says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. The Passion Translation says, So now the case is closed. Now the case against you is closed. So whatever case it is that you feel, whatever thing it is that you think you have done, Maybe you've lived a life of sin before you came into the kingdom, before you came into the family of God. Maybe you went into all sorts of places before you became a part of this family. God's word to you this morning is that the case against you is closed. And nobody can raise that case up before him and he'll listen to it anymore. Hallelujah. The case against, so now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation 
against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the anointed one. No accusing voice remains against you because the case has been closed, the case has been settled. Sometimes when people give their lives to Christ as much older people, they feel, ah, you don't know where I've been, you don't know the road I have walked on. God knew the road you walked on, and that's why he gave the blood of his son for you. And that blood is more than enough. And that blood has washed you and made you clean. And you are clean before the Lord. And all that concerns you, God will bring to pass in the name of Jesus. So God does not remember our sin. He doesn't remember the times you entered the meat pot and took meat when nobody was looking. He doesn't remember the time you were part of a cult. He doesn't remember the moment you are a child of his. He doesn't remember when you are a cult member and you are going around has, uh, harassing people left and right. The moment you said, Jesus, come into my heart and make me a new person. Something happens on your inside. And that something is great. It is permanent where you are concerned in the name of Jesus. So God chooses not to remember so that he can bless you. And the blessings of God upon your life. They will surprise you because they are bigger than what you can imagine your father is bringing your way this year in Jesus' name. Now, the next thing we're going to look about at is the fact that righteousness, consciousness gives you freedom to live above sin. Still similar to what I just shared, gives you freedom to live above sin. Bible says that if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, everything has become new. God does not expect you as a believer to be ruled by sin. He expects us to be ruled by his nature. He expects us to be ruled by the new life on our inside. He expects us to follow the dictates of his life that is on our inside. So it's once you believe, once you know that you're righteous, once you accept that righteousness factor on your inside, you have dominion over your nature, the old sin nature. And that will always cause you to live above the works of the flesh. Second Corinthians 5.21 says, He who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. Romans chapter 6 from verses 6 to 14. Romans 6, 6 to 14. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him. If you've been water baptized, this is one of the scriptures we use, one of the main scriptures. That the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. If your old man was crucified with Christ, it means you are no longer a slave to sin. Just like you are no longer a slave to fear, you are no longer a slave to sin. And if you are not a slave to something, it means you have the right to say, no, I'm not doing this. No, I'm not going that way. No, I choose to live a right way. When you are a slave to something or someone, you don't have a right. You can't say no when you are a slave to something or someone. You can't say no. If you are a slave to a master, once he calls, you jump. Once he calls, without thinking, yes, sir, Augusta, what can I do for you, sir? That's it. So when the Bible says you are no longer a slave to sin, it means that when sin calls, you don't have to jump and do what it's asking you to do. Which means when that your boyfriend comes and is asking you to do what you should not be doing because you're not married, 
that nature on your inside will rise up and tell you, mm, 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 mm. it's not, it's not, you're not, you're, you're too good for that. You're too big for that. When somebody comes and says, you know, if you change a few figures here and there, we'll share what comes out of it. You're too big for that because you're no longer a slave to sin. Verse 7, for he who has died has been freed from sin. Why did he say you have died? It's because in Christ you were crucified with him on the cross. So if you were crucified with him on the cross, then you have been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. The Bible says sin shall not have dominion over you. Amen? Tell yourself, sin shall not have dominion over me. Sin has no dominion over me because I'm alive in Christ, with Christ. Hallelujah. That means that when that voice comes and tells you to do what you know is not right, you resist. And the Bible says when you resist the devil, he will flee from you. The devil will flee from you as you resist in the name of Jesus. Because you have the nature of God on your inside, you can live the way he lives. You can live the way Jesus lived while he was here. The Bible says he was tempted in all ways like as we were, yet without sin. You can live above the deeds, the desires of your body. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, sometimes we say the grace, because of the grace that is available, I can do what I want and... Uh, and uh, God, I mean, God has already forgiven me. After all, I'm the righteousness of God, so I can do everything I want, when I want, how I want it. The fact that you are the righteousness of God is actually what makes it more fearful for you to continue to live in, a, a, in the sinful life or a sinful way. Because the Bible says you are dead to sin. A dead man does not feel when he is pinched. Amen? A dead man does not feel when he's insulted. A dead man does not feel if you are to kick him like this. Slap a dead man, what is he going to do to you? Nothing. But if somebody should come and slap you now, before they finish slapping you, you would have raised your own hand and retaliated. <laughs> You say, look, forget the Bible for the time being. I'll deal with you after that. They will repent and God will. If you are dead, it means that if sin is knocking at your door, sin should get no response from you. That's all it means. It should get no response from you. The Lord will open our eyes to see what he's saying in Jesus' name. One thing I've realized about children is when they copy their parents, they copy their parents intentionally. Children copy their parents intentionally at first. 
God expects us to copy him intentionally. And then after a while, it becomes second nature. Righteousness is your nature. And it helps you to walk the way God walks, where the way God Jesus walked while he was here on earth. So you will walk in the righteousness of God in this life in the name of Jesus. Righteousness, consciousness has the ability to restore peace to you as a child of God. It restores peace to you as a child of God. John 14 verse 1. And then I'll read that in the New King James and then the Passion Translation. John 14 1, John 14 27. The believer has peace restored to him when he understands his right standing with God. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Passion says, don't worry or surrender to your fear. For you have believed in God. Now trust and believe in me also. 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. The righteousness of God guarantees that we have peace in our hearts. Peace from all the stress, peace from everything. It doesn't mean that there'll be no problems. It doesn't mean there'll be no pressure. But it means that in the midst of all the pressure and all that is going on, the peace of God keeps your heart and mind. The peace of God strengthens you. The peace of God enables you to live life knowing that your father is on your side and you can always walk up to him and he will listen to you and grant you your heart's desire. Hallelujah. So it's very important that we know that the righteousness of God guarantees that we have peace with our Father on a daily basis. Know who you are, know what you have with God. The peace of God helps us to do that, to stay steady. Stay steady. Peace gives us an assurance, and that assurance helps us. Isaiah 32 verse 17. Peace gives us an assurance that the Father has heard us and that the Father grants us our heart's desires. So no matter what the pressure is that the enemy is throwing at you, the peace of God will keep you strong and steady in the name of Jesus. Isaiah thirty-two seventeen says, And this righteousness will bring, will bring peace. Righteousness will bring peace. Yes, it will bring quietness and confidence forever. Righteousness brings peace. A knowing of your right standing, a knowing of the relationship you have with your father, it brings peace into your heart. And that peace will always give you quietness on your inside and confidence at every point in time. The quietness of God, the confidence of God will strengthen you when you stand before the challenges that are thrown against you in the name of Jesus. It's important that we know who we are. It's important we know what God has provided for us. The love of God, the provision of God, the righteousness of God on our inside will cause us to enjoy the peace of God in our lives on a daily basis in the name of Jesus. Peace I give unto you, my peace I leave with you, not as the word gives. That's what Jesus said. Not as the world gives, but he gives us his own peace. A peace that passes all understanding. A peace that guarantees that we'll walk confidently in spite of the challenges we face. 
The Lord will strengthen us as we walk in his word in Jesus' name. Righteousness consciousness gives us the boldness to face issues at three levels. Righteousness consciousness gives us boldness on three levels. It gives us boldness before God the Father. It gives us boldness before the works of hell. And it gives us boldness here on earth. Without your right standing, without an understanding of your right um, standing with God, without an understanding of that relationship with God, you cannot come boldly before the throne of grace. Hebrews 4.16 says, Now therefore let us come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That confidence to go before God comes from knowing you have a right relationship with him. And I've come to realize that a lot of people that go from one place to another asking for help with prayers, they go from prophet uh, A to prophet Z to prophet Y to prophet C. It's because they don't know that on their own they can stand before God and talk to God and God will hear them and answer them. Hallelujah. That's why people wander from one place to place because there's no problem, there's no big, there's no how big. English language. There's no how big a problem can be that you take it to your father and God will not hear you and answer you. Once you know you have right standing. Do you understand that? How many of us are parents here? If we be natural, the Bible says know how to give good things to our children. If your child comes, work exams for instance are starting next week. Just example, it's not, it's not starting next week before you go and panic now. Why, assuming your child comes today and says, Daddy, why exams are starting next week? And the school said, my school fees that I did not pay. Because of that, they will not allow me to enter the exam hall to write WAEC. How many of you are not going to go and borrow money? How many of you are not going to go and look for that money from somewhere? You struggled, you managed to pay the WAEC fee. But the school fees you've not paid. And the school now says, those who have not paid, I go home. And your child who is a final year student says, Daddy... Wayek is, is, I mean, next week, Monday, we are starting Wayek and there's nothing. You'll go and find it. If we as earthly parents can do that for our children, how much more will our father not intervene when we have cases that are concerning us? How much more? But all of it comes from not knowing that we have access to him. We have free access. We can walk boldly into his presence and say, Daddy, I have this problem and I don't know what to do with it. And please, like we always say, that's why we thank God for all the different translations of the Bible. We don't need to talk to God in uh, our Father who hears us. Talk to God in your language. God understands your language. Hallelujah. And he will hear you based on how you can talk to him in Jesus' name. Jesus was fearless before God and he went to him a lot. John eleven forty one and 42, we find that. When um, Lazarus died, Jesus went there. He stood before the tomb of Lazarus. And the first thing he said was, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. Jesus lived his life here as an example for us so that we can copy his own example to live our lives before God. 
The same way Jesus could boldly go to God and say, thank you, Father, because I know you have heard me and I know you are always hearing me. You, as a child of God, have access to your Father. You can go before him and say, Father, thank you because you are hearing me as I'm talking. And even now that I'm crying before you, Lord, I thank you because you know the pain in my heart and you know where it's coming from and you know how to give me a solution to this thing that I don't know the answer to. And as you do that before God, God will give you the answers you are seeking for. Even things that have been difficult, things you've looked for for years, you'll find that God will give you answers to those things in the name of Jesus. It's all about a relationship with him. It's all about the fact that you are his child. He gave the only thing, Jesus Christ, for you. If he could give Jesus for you and I, what else is it that he will not give for us? Hallelujah. So it's important that we understand that our relationship with God is such that the door is always open. God says, come in, my child. What is your problem? I am here to help. As we learn to do that, we'll find that our relationship with him becomes sweeter than we can ever imagine in the name of Jesus. A relationship with him that gives us access to the his presence is what we have. And we know that no matter, you know, boldness before God means that you can ask God for things that you think nobody will, will answer you. Sometimes we go before God in prayer and you're like, hey God, if I pray this prayer now, people will say I'm talking too much, I'm demanding too much, I'm asking too much. God, he's your father. He said he can do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. Which means that there's no limit to what your father is asking you to come and ask him for. There's no limit to what God is asking you to ask him for. So if you think your father is saying you should write a check for 10 million, he's, if you believe or you know that God is saying somebody is going to give you a check for 10 million, of what use is it asking God for 5,000? Do you understand what I'm saying? Your father says, I have 10 million waiting for you. Step out in faith. Because of the relationship I have with you. Open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. And I'm going to fill it with 10 million. Then because you are talking with some friends, the friends now tell you that who are you that you ask God for 10 million? Who do you think you are? Will God listen to the likes of you? You don't know where we are coming from. Oh, boy, I know where we are coming from. If you, you don't remember me, I know where we are coming from. I know what we have been doing. You remember when we were undergraduates? You remember what we did? By the time you finish gisting with your friend, all your confidence, all your ability to go before God fearlessly disappears. Then you now go and kneel down before God and say, God, I know that you have 10 million for me, but please, I'm just asking for 5,000 naira. Is that not stupidity? We are delivered. We are delivered from being stupid. And we have been brought into the kingdom of God where we can walk boldly before him and receive all that belongs to us in the name of Jesus. The prodigal son's senior brother. I don't know how many years the prodigal son was away from home. But he was away from home long enough to squander everything the father left for him. He squandered everything. During that time, 
Because the father had a hundred percent, he shared a hundred percent into two. Fifty percent this way, fifty percent this way. Fifty percent for the younger brother, fifty percent for the older brother. The younger brother ran away with his own fifty percent. The remaining fifty percent, who did he belong to? The senior brother. But like some people that God says ten million is yours, and you are looking for five thousand. The senior brother sat in the house for the length of time his younger brother was away. And he refused to enjoy the money that belonged to him. He refused to enjoy free access to what belonged to him. And he had the audacity to be angry when his brother came back and daddy was throwing a party for him. It was like, all these years I stayed, I slaved, I did everything and you never threw a party for me. Meanwhile, this one ran away and came back and you are throwing a party for him. You will enjoy what belongs to you in the name of Jesus. As you find the blessings of God that have your name written on them in the Bible, you will claim them, you will hold them, and you'll see them come to pass in your lives in the name of Jesus. You'll not miss out on what your father has provided for you in the name of Jesus. You have right standing with your father. Right standing that guarantees you access that guarantees that you'll enjoy all he has provided for you. Boldness with the father, I said, was the first thing. Second thing, boldness before the, the kingdom of darkness. Which means that you have no business being afraid of the works of the enemy. They are chasing me from the village. They are free to come. They are free to chase. Why can you say that? Because the blood of Jesus has separated you from them. Because you belong to God. You have right access. There is a relationship between you and the Father. So anybody who feels they can chase you, they are free. Any witch that wants your name, they can carry your name. Your name will be useless to them. Hallelujah. That name will be useless. Anywhere they carry it, it will not have any, they will not be able to do anything. Because when they are looking for your name, there's a name. You know that we all have some names. My name is Christiana Jesus Christ Bolanta. So whatever your name is, your son name, Jesus is before that name, before the main name you have. Which means that when they lift your name up, the owner of your life, the owner of your life is the one that is coming up before them. The owner of your life rises up. And by the time they see, they will not even wait to hear what he has to say. Their calabash will scatter in front of them. So there's no need being afraid. Because you hear that somebody said they are going to show you. Sleep in peace. Enjoy moving up and down. Because anywhere they carry your name, there is somebody that will fight the battle on your behalf in Jesus' name. So even if they say they are doing it from the village, tell them to go ahead. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 says, We have been raised up together and we are seated together with Christ in heavenly places. When you are seated with Christ in heavenly places, it means that we are seated far above all principalities and powers. We are seated above all dominions, all might, everything. And when you are seated in a place of authority, it means you have the right to resist and they will be resisted. It means you have the right to rebuke and they have no right to open their mouths. You will control the forces of darkness in your area in the name of Jesus. 
don't be afraid of any works of the pits of hell because the devil is under your feet. And everywhere you go, keep him where he belongs. Keep him under your feet. And he will stay there in Jesus' name. Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Luke ten nineteen, And nothing shall by any means harm you. The other day I was reading that passage, I mean that verse, and I just said, okay, let me go up, up a bit. Luke 10, 17 to 19. Now from verse 1, the Bible says that um, Jesus got 70 disciples and gave them assignments. You know, he sent them out to where he was about to go. Just give them assignments. So verse 17. When the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. How many children of God do we have here? How many of us have the ability to use the name of Jesus? These ones were not born again. He just told them, go and use my name anywhere you are going. Because he was still alive, he was not inside of them. He was still here physically, so he was not inside of them. He just gave them the authority to use his name. He told them, anywhere you go, use my name. Which means if you see an epileptic person, use my name. If you see a demonic person, use my name. If you see it, use my name. So they went and they used his name and they came back excited and they said, Lord, even the demons, I mean, they obey us when we use your name. And he now said, I'm using the New Living Translation. Yes, he told them. I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. And you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. Why did he say, I beheld Satan fall like lightning from heaven? Anytime you, you stand against the enemy, he loses his power over your life. That's the thing. Anytime you're able to stand against the enemy, you weaken him, he loses his power over your life, and he falls. And he'll fall wherever he wants to fall, but he leaves your environment, he leaves your life, he leaves your finances, he leaves your health, he leaves all that concerns you because you dared to stand up to him. You'll stand up to the works of the enemy against you in the name of Jesus. Don't fear the devil. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. You have authority over him. And it's your righteousness that has given you that authority. So as you walk in the righteousness that belongs to you, you will walk in the authority that is yours in the name of Jesus. You are a child of God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. You have right standing with God. And that right standing means you have free access to your father. Walk boldly into his presence. Walk boldly to the throne room. And as you do that, you'll find that Everything you bring before him, your father will grant you in the name of Jesus. Say, submit to God, resist the devil, and the devil will flee from you. The enemy will flee from you even in this season in the name of Jesus. You are the righteousness of God, and God has done that for you so that you can enjoy everything that belongs to you. You will partake of all of the blessings that are yours in the name of Jesus. Everything your father has written against your name, you will walk into them. And you will walk into the destiny that he has prepared for you even in this season of your life in Jesus' name. Let's rise to our feet this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you.
We thank you. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you because your word is true. We thank you because Jesus went on our behalf to the cross. He gave his life. He became sin that we will take your nature upon ourselves. Father, we thank you for the righteousness of God. We thank you because we are the righteousness of God. We thank you for who you have made us. We thank you, Lord, that as we walk in the knowledge of who we are, we'll walk in the freedom, the peace, and the liberty that belongs to us in the name of Jesus. Father, I bless you and I appreciate you. I don't know who you are, but there's someone that has listened to this message and all you keep telling yourself is, it's not me. I don't know where you're coming from. I don't know what it's all about, but you keep telling yourself, you don't know where I'm coming from. You don't know what I have done. God said to tell you the message was for you. Every walk of hell, Father, I lift that person up before you. And I say every condemning voice, every voice from the pits of hell that has made that person sideline themselves from your blessings, I come against that spirit. I come against that voice. And I command you to lose your grip over God's child right now in the name of Jesus. Every familiar spirit that says you will not enjoy the benefits of being a child of God. I come against that familiar spirit and I say lose your grip in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak your peace over that child of yours. I speak your peace over that child. And I say, Lord, the righteousness consciousness that belongs to us will settle upon his heart. Will strengthen him on a daily basis. And will cause his eyes to be open to all that belongs to him as your child in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. The Lord says to tell you he keeps you as the apple of his eye. And just like a nursing mother will never forget her child, he will not forget you. What he has written concerning you, he will bring to pass. What he has written concerning you, he will bring to pass. The case against you is dismissed. The case against you is dismissed. It is dismissed once and for all. And you have free access into his presence. Father, we bless you. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Thank you for listening to today's message. We know you have been blessed. You can reach us on the following platforms. On Facebook and Instagram as Restoration Ministries International. On Twitter, YouTube and Mixeller as RBCM Online. You can also visit our website on www.rbcmonline.org 
or you can visit us live at Restoration Clothes, Romeo Extension, Kaduna, Nigeria. <laughs>